Good morning. Welcome to this morning's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the unification principal point of view. Today's topic is, are we a police state? I'd like to start with this clip from the trailer for the movie Police State, which is directed by Dinesh D'Souza. Let's have a look. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. I've never seen anything like it. It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. FBI warrant, come to the door now! There's a heavy banging at my door. Open up! It's 15 marked units on my property. I got SWAT in the back of my house. It took a battering ram to my door. 6 a.m. I hear boom, 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 and hear about six to eight military-style soldiers with the tallest one of them pointing an automatic rifle at my head. FBI, we have an arrest warrant. Shock you out of sleep, drag you out of your house half-closed, refuse to give you a warrant, ransack your house. Now I'm facing 15 years in federal prison for doing nothing other than exercising my right to free speech. I highly recommend that everyone see this movie. Stacey and I saw it in the theater, and now you can see it on the Epic Times or on Rumble or on Salem Now. You can purchase it there, and I highly recommend doing that. It's well worth your investment. So it brings to light in actual footage and realistic reenactments how the FBI and other law enforcement agencies are breaking down the doors of people even without presenting a warrant for terrible crimes like protesting in front of an abortion clinic or like Dinesh D'Souza, they found a crime for him. After he put out his 2016 movie about Obama, they put him in jail for a few months. Or if you participated or in some cases were just on the grounds of the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. That could be me. I didn't happen to be on the U.S. Capitol, but that was just coincidental. Actually, I was planning on going there, but I was at the uh, Trump's speech. Then, you know, they, they break into your house and put people in prison. People are still in prison. So why aren't our congressmen, why isn't Congressman Mooney, I haven't heard you say anything about the January 6th people that are in jail. Do you think they should be in jail? Do you believe that they committed terrible, heinous crimes? Or is this, as Dinesh D'Souza points out, a police state? And I would say it is a police state. We have become or are becoming a police state. In fact, I would say we are a police state. Let's take President Trump and his four indictments I've talked about. Well, he's indicted for uh, and could spend, is it 700 years? 
if he was convicted. And what are his crimes? Such crimes as believing that the 2020 election was stolen. Well, about two-thirds of all people in the United States believe that. This is clearly just brute intimidation. It has nothing to do with anything that's wrong. So the state has been mobilized against political opponents. If you can't see that, you're blind. Hello. Anyway, we do see it, and we all need to be concerned for our brothers and sisters who are in jail, who have their doors busted down. And it could, if it can happen to any of these people, it can happen to me, and it can happen to you. Basically, they'll find a crime and break your door down, and it's about intimidating you or bankrupting you, dragging you through court. These people like this, uh, these uh, so-called prosecuting attorneys, these people are conscienceless. They don't have a conscience. Actually, everyone has a conscience, but theirs is severely perverted and severely suppressed. So I'd like to play this clip right now, how Dinesh discusses in this interview on the Epic Times channel. How is it that, you know, most people who work like in the FBI, they're probably not like this extremely satanic, you know, evil person. They're just doing their job. But how is it, has, how has it become perverted that they're going to go down and bust your door down or my door down, drag you out in the street, handcuff you, lock you up, you know, for big crimes like protesting at an abortion clinic or what, or maybe um, having been in the Capitol for 10 minutes, you know, after the police let you in. Let's watch this clip. What we try to show in the movie, and I don't know if this is explicitly said or implied, is that a police state works by having strategically placed very bad people and then creating a bureaucratic incentive structure in which decent people, ordinary people, are motivated to do very bad things. So uh, the ordinary guy who works for DHS, the Department of Homeland Security, I take it is not a villain. The ordinary guy who works in the FBI could even be a patriotic guy with family, a three bedroom house. So the question then becomes, and it's kind of a conundrum, how can you convince that guy, who's a guy with a conscience, to go into, smash into some old woman's apartment and like sort of grab her by the hair and pull her to the ground, twist her arms behind her back, put her into handcuffs as she resists, drag her down the stairs, pull her into the street where her neighbors are gawking at her. I mean, the horror of this, the idea of turning a human being into a brute, how do you do that? And, and I think part of the answer is you do it by, by taking this guy's eye off of the ultimate goal. You don't say to him, you say to him, look, don't worry about what she did. Uh, let the courts figure that one out. Your job is operational. It is merely to make an arrest. So we are just pointing out a bad guy. That's her. Your job is to go get her. And if you carry out that job well, you will be doing your job. You will be a good FBI man. We'll, be, we'll remember this when we give you a bonus at the end of the year. Uh, you won't be seen as a troublemaker. Uh, you can retire with a pension. You will have worked on one of our really important priorities as an institution, uh, namely January 6th. So you can see here the very mundane human motives of just opportunism, getting ahead, um, not being, uh, you know, being one of the boys. All of this uh, works together to make good people do very bad things. I argue that after seeing that clip that we're really having a crisis of conscience. If you think about it, because what if the people 
refused or should refuse to do these things? Who are these people who are breaking down people's doors? Like I said, they're probably like your next door neighbor. You know, I mean, literally could be. Or just uh, some FBI agent, etc. They're probably not thinking it through. It's probably very mundane. Oh, I want to get promoted. Oh, I want to keep my job. Oh, I want to feed my family. But are any of these really sufficient reasons to torture and, you know, your fellow citizens and really do things that are wrong? No, they're not. So, I mean, this to me was one of the most interesting aspects of the movie. I mean, I highly recommend you see it and you see that it is very dramatic and realistic. And actually, there's not just reenactments, but actual footage in there. You know, people who had various security cameras and maybe they tried to disable them, but they didn't know where they were or whatever where they actually have footage of these people breaking down their door and what they did and turning their apartment or home upside down and trashing everything. So this is really what what's going on here. And the point I'm trying to make is you and I, we need to follow our conscience as informed by the truth. So your conscience can be off if it's not informed by the truth. So a lot of times, you know, I listen to different shows and different podcasters, too. But I'm a little weary, honestly, of, you know, the typical biblical viewpoint. What am I saying? I don't believe in the Bible. No, I believe in the Bible. What I'm saying is we have a much higher understanding of the Bible brought by Reverend Sun Myung Moon. And he brought the unification principle, which we're having a workshop coming up on the 19th. I highly recommend you join online or in person. Here in Harper's Ferry, we put out the Daily Inspiration teachings. So what it does is help us to understand in more completely what Jesus accomplished and what he's doing. So Reverend Moon explained clearly that we don't need war anymore. We don't need just these primitive things to blow each other up. There's a higher truth available. And we need to be propagating and practicing that truth. And it actually starts in our family. So wind it back to what I just said about the person who's breaking down someone's door who works, say, for the FBI. Well, that's a conscience issue. That's a family issue. I wouldn't mind even seeing the FBI be completely unfunded. Because there's plenty of other law enforcement agencies that can take up that role. Or how about reducing it just by 50% and tell them, you know, that the reason you're reducing it by 50%, Mr. Congressman, you know, Mooney or whoever your congressman is, is because you're breaking down people's doors. You're persecuting regular citizens. You're not doing your job. How about eliminate those programs? So, I mean, that's what needs to be done. Why aren't our congressmen speaking out? You know, that's that's mentioned in the interview that I took a clip from, too. So the point is a good question. What's wrong with their conscience? But anyway, we can't really control other people's conscience, but I can control mine and yours, meaning follow it and also inform it with the truth, specifically the truth that God is giving in this age, i.e. the unification principle, the teachings that Reverend Moon is giving. And then we can understand you know, what God is doing and how that war is completely unnecessary in this age and all these things that are going on, they're pitting 
people against each other. And even, I might add, the typical left-right dynamic isn't really the right perspective. What am I saying? That I like a leftist, lunatic, you know, godless Democrats? No, but first of all, not all Democrats are godless. But anyway, the point I'm saying is there's plenty of blame to go around on all sides. We need a God-centered viewpoint that actually brings together left and right. And this is possible. It's essential. The old dynamic of left and right is not the dynamic for this age. I mean, Reverend Moon went to Moscow. He talked to Gorbachev. He talked to Kim Il-sung, the then dictator, father of you know, Kim Jong-il in North Korea. So, and he went there at the risk of his life. And he, you know, held hands with them and walked around the, you know, state palace in North Korea and made some rapport with him, you know, even though this was the man who put him in prison. That's the kind of thing we need to do. It doesn't mean we don't fight evil, but how do you fight it? Do you have this fake fight like, you know, is being promoted by Biden and many Republicans, you know, oh, we'll just bomb, blow up Russia. Okay, we'll blow up Hamas. I don't, by the way, I don't say Hamas is good. Okay, we'll blow up Israel. That's not a long-term solution. Yes, people need to defend themselves, but that's not going to, in the long term, solve the problem. As I've been saying, we need to have a broader new viewpoint. So yes, I, getting back to the main topic today, a police state. We are becoming a police state. What is allowing it, though? We're not following, we, speaking broadly, our conscience. So, you know, why are these people kicking down their fellow citizens' doors? You know, maybe there's some demonic people on top, like Dinesh D'Souza points out. But then most of the people are just doing their mundane job. Well, I say don't do your mundane job. Yes, some people quit. Some people become whistleblowers. But there are very few. I mean, you just see a handful. But there's tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of other people working for these agencies like the FBI who are still going along. Or maybe for the FDA or the CDC or many of the other things you've been talking about, like all the COVID stuff. How is it that all this stuff that's wrong gets by and then people are just collecting their salaries. No. We've got to start local. Start with me. Start with you. And as I always say, we have to promote, you know, God-centered families. So one or a couple other things I want to point out. How insane it's become. And not just insane. I mean, just insidious. So in Colorado, they're trying to take President Trump off the ballot. But I'm sure there'll be that play made in other states. And some commentators are saying that it will go, you know, they're going to do it at the state level. So why would they take President Trump off the ballot or try to take him off the ballot? You know, or they're saying that by participating in January 6th, he didn't even participate, by the way. I was at his speech and, you know, he didn't do anything to incite anything, you know, by just telling people, oh, we're going to go to the Capitol to protest, then somehow he should be taken off the ballot. If you think that's okay, you need your head examined. I'm sure people who are listening to this mostly don't think that's okay. But I mean, obviously, some people do, like the so-called judges. 
I mean, who are completely corrupt, who are, and also the so-called judges who are, you know, working on these four cases and Jack Smith. I mean, they definitely check their conscience at the door. They're just working on promoting themselves. And one of the ladies, a black lady, was saying that in the police state movie, you know, about one of the other black prosecutors, because she can more do that as a black person than other people can. So definitely, that is, we have to speak out against that. That is not acceptable. And also, we should consider the dichotomy of people just selecting what they want to um, see and hear. So, for instance, all apparently all the uh, people, which is two-thirds of the country now, who believe that there was fraud in the 2020 election are all uh, insurrectionists and, I guess, should be in the gulag in D.C., according to, I guess, Biden and, uh, you know, some people. So right now, there's just a case in Connecticut where in um, Bridgeport, Connecticut, the mayor's race was thrown out for the very reason that the 2020 election should have been thrown out, or one of the many reasons, I should say, because of ballot box stuffing, and the judge threw it out. Go figure. But no judge had the guts to, to uh, hear any case related to Trump. By the way, no case has ever been heard saying whether or whether or not the 2020 election had fraud. And everybody knows it had fraud. Even many of the people who voted for Biden think that. So, so I think we, we have a crisis of conscience here. And, um, yeah, I often wonder the same thing that Dinesh is talking about in his interview. You know, how could people, like, how could all these agencies like the CDC do all this uh, bad things and the FDA, you know, circumvent all their rules and then approve all these um, dubious drugs and all these things that are against the public welfare? Well, obviously, they're just looking out for themselves. But that means we've had a collapse of conscience. And if we're supposed to be a God-centered Christian nation, I'd say that's not a very Christian thing to do. What do you think? And I'd say that we should inform ourselves on a higher truth. So I think we have to understand the truth. We have to inform our conscience. No matter what you know, belief you're following, that's not right. But we need to inform ourselves with a new expression of truth, as I've always been saying. So do um, come to our um, Unification Principles Seminar on, on November 19th, and you can sign up at visionroot.org, and uh, you can give a donation. We suggest $40 or $21, but you can give any amount you want. And then also we have a free showing of the movie Gender Transformation, The Untold Realities, on November 18th. It's at the Peace Kingdom Center here in Harpers Ferry. Registration is required. Lunch is included. So we hope you'll, hope you'll join us for that. And we'll have a discussion afterward, a panel and a discussion by you and me about how we can stop the sex indoctrination of our children in public schools. So do like, do share this uh, podcast and um, do um, subscribe on your favorite platform, podcast platform. This has been the Rich Urban Show on Are We a Police State? And yes, we are a police state now, 
or rapidly becoming one, you know, it's a matter of nuance. But when people can break down your door because you went to abortion clinic or maybe you're a radical uh, a jihadist, if you're, uh, oh, oops, you went to Catholic church and believe in the Latin mass or something like that, or even didn't believe in the mass, this is insane. So should move to defund at least partially the FBI, remove this corruption. You know, it could be argued that it's not fixable, you know, unless you just pull the plug on the whole thing. There's plenty of other law enforcement agencies. So this has been Rich Urban. Are we a police state? And we look forward to seeing you on the 18th and 19th of November here in Harper's Ferry. Do be blessed, and we will see you next time.